Welcome to Cat's DL's Books Daily Tarot Reading, a metaphysical podcast for the spiritually curious. My name is Ellis Barrowman. I am a screenwriter, a tarot reader, and, like you, a spiritually curious individual continuously growing my knowledge and awareness. We are all works in progress. There is no cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all spiritual journey. Create your own path and let your soul guide you to where you need to be. It is Monday, October 3rd, 2022. Today is National Kevin Day, so if you know a Kevin, give them a big hug. The moon is in Capricorn, and it is in the first quarter. The quarter moon is a symbol of reevaluation and change. Communication is essential in relationships during this time. Take a moment to think about your current relationship. Assess your emotions being with your significant other and make an effort to try and change things together. And while the moon is making its way to being full, this is a good time to start working on your manifestations. New moons are for bringing in Full moons are for releasing and purging that which no longer serves us. So how exactly does one manifest? And this has always confused me. This concept of manifesting. I've read countless books and articles. I've listened to podcasts and YouTube videos. And near as I can tell, everyone has their own method of manifesting and their own belief system in what you need to do to manifest. But that being said, there are some core fundamentals that most of my research has in common. One, you need to make room in your life before you start asking. For example, if you want a new relationship, you must be open to being in a relationship. There is no half-guessing or... I suppose this is what I should be doing type of thing. Be clear, be precise, and be open. Number two, have an open and grateful heart. If you're harboring a grudge or feeling negative towards the thought of being in a relationship, and I keep using the relationship as just kind of an example, the thought of whatever you're trying to manifest. So, But we're going to use relationship right now. So if you're feeling negative towards the thought of being in a relationship, there isn't much point in asking because energy attracts energy. And what you put out, you get back. Number three, you need to be crystal clear on what you're asking for and believe you've already received it. So when I have a decision to make, I give myself 24 hours. I try on one version for 12 hours and then the other version and see which one feels more aligned to me. I think it's the same thing with manifestation. You have to think as if you've already got it. You try it on. See how it feels. Believe that whatever you are trying to manifest, you've already received. And another place that I get confused is the wording. Some people use intention and manifestation interchangeably. But they're two very different things. Intention is the tool used to bring about the change needed. 
manifestation is the magic in which everything becomes created. Like stirring your coffee clockwise, setting an intention for the day. Like I'm open to receiving love or something along those lines. That's setting an intention of allowing positive change into your life. Whereas manifestation is asking for something more specific, like a new relationship. It takes more than stirring your morning cup of java a few times to bring about your soulmate. Manifestation takes time and effort and precision. The waxing of the moon is a good time to set about your manifestations. Put some thought into what you want in your life and what would make it more aligned to your perfect reality. And as you probably noticed, I mentioned love and relationships a lot today because today is one of the few times that I drew a very obvious love reading. I typically don't like doing these, but maybe my heart is softening and I'm starting to open up to the possibility that love may not be the worst thing that could happen. This is a collective reading. It is not intended for everyone. Take and use what resonates and leave what doesn't. The Two of Cups indicates partnership. But also in a partnership, there is a vulnerability that needs to happen. It should be a safe place to be vulnerable, to feel protected and grounded with your person. A give and take of protective responsibilities. The Lover's Card tells a story of unity, duality, partnership. The yin to your yang, so to speak. It sometimes can be very hard to trust, to fall into that vulnerable space with someone with the baggage we carry from previous relationships. Can you take that leap of faith and invest your heart? The Eight of Wands suggests that now is the time to shake off the stagnant energies and get out into the world. It's time to put yourself at the line of Cupid's bow and embrace the soulful outcome. The Six of Pentacles encourages that you give to this partnership freely, as much as you take. It's all about balance and reciprocity. It is also telling me to teach what you know. So this may be about the, an exchange of communication, which is very important at any stage of the relationship. An open and honest communication between you and your partner to make sure you remain on the same page. Or at least in the same chapter. The Empress encourages you to be the badass you were born to be. It's so easy to get sucked into a relationship and lose sight of yourself and your identity in the process. Love and romance are great and all, but not when you sacrifice yourself. Remember to take care of yourself and nurture the relationship you have with yourself. If you like what I have to say, have any suggestions, or just want to say hey, stop by my site, catstielsbooks.com. That's C-A-T-S-T-I-E-L-S books.com. I'd love to hear from you. And on that note, have a magical Monday. Be kind to yourself. Keep your heart open to the possibility that love may be in the air. And I will talk to you all again tomorrow.